0: Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your hosts, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner, and Tony Butler. Welcome everyone to the Facility Dude Podcast. Um, I'm here this morning, and as you can tell, I am not Bob or Tony. Uh, My name is Grace Tester. I work in client engagement here at Facility Dude. Um, And I'm joined by Mary Beth Ormiston. How are you this morning, Mary Beth? I'm great. Awesome. Um, Well, the boys are out this week, um, so we are taking over the studio this morning. Um, So I'm here with Mary Beth, and Mary Beth has talked with us before about risk management and and her experience with that, and we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that today. Um, But Mary Beth, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started?
1: Well, thank you. I've had the opportunity to work for the YMCA for about 35 years. Great opportunity. Had um, the opportunity to work in a variety of size Ys, which I think is interesting, from the very small Y that was challenged to a larger metropolitan Y to the mid-sized Y. That kind of experience has broadened my uh, viewpoint, has allowed me to See wise inside out um, from the very the very smallest to the very largest, which has given me a great um, experience base. After that, I took that experience and went to work with the Redwoods Group, which is a, a niche insurance company, and I was director of risk management there for nine years, and had the opportunity to guide a group of very talented risk consultants as they worked in WISE across the country where we could take the risk management that we had learned from YMCAs and be able to work with WISE so that they could become better at what they do. And as we've talked about before, if we can manage and control our risk, we have a better opportunity to make sure that our operations are safe, no matter what we're talking about, whether that be hospital, municipalities, WISE, or whatever and any time that we can keep our participants members our constituents safe that's our mission
0: wow, that's awesome that's awesome so you really understand in all of your years working in, in not just with the wise but you understand the the issues that come up with your facility managers and what they're dealing with on the day-to-day.
1: Absolutely, because I sat behind the desk and and had to work directly and knew the challenges that, that we have. And challenges in organizations and whys, you know, deal from... Um, not having enough people to help us, not having enough money, not having the technical knowledge, not having the training. And in today's world, uh, part of what we want to do here at Facility Do obviously, is help those entities so that they can be better prepared to work in their facilities, to manage their people, and as we've been talking about this year, and hopefully guide them in how they can save some money. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Well, what we're going to do today is... Um, We really wanted to spend a few minutes talking about, because of all of your knowledge that you have on this, the ways that facility managers plan ahead to save for the year. So we're past all of the budget stuff, and we're past all of the stuff, for the most part, of people getting that plan in place. Um, But throughout the year, you kind of have to be on your toes and things happen, and so being prepared for that and planning ahead for that. Um, So what would you say are some of the biggest ways that facility managers... Deal with um, planning out for budget wise
1: or just for the year? Well, you've, you've hit on it right off the bat. Uh, budgets are done, and even though we may have had some hiccups here at the first part or the first quarter of the year, most of the country or part of the country that's east of the Mississippi has had to deal with snow, ice, rain. That doesn't mean the other parts of the country, as we go forward, aren't going to have something that they deal with. And so the point of the matter is that we have to plan. So as we look at each month going forward we should have a plan as a facility manager as to what it is that we need to get done now even though we are in February almost in March we should be looking forward towards spring and summer now that means a couple of things that we need to have done you know is our equipment ready And that could be standing equipment, seasonal equipment that we don't normally use. Um, Do we have a plan to make sure that it's inspected, if it needs to be inspected? Is it ready to go? Um, Are we set? Do we have, in taking the next step, do we even have the right personnel that are trained to use any of the equipment that we're going to need as the weather changes? As we look at that, we also know that just like we've had to do in this winter, if we've looked at salt and sand and all that, we need to not wait to the last minute and send somebody out to the local hardware store that we have to buy something that's going to help us um, in the short term. We need to think about long-term. What's our long-term buying? Because we know in all of our institutions, we have, to, we, we have to present a plan. And if, in fact, we're going out, you know, at the last minute to buy a belt or we're going out to buy this or buy that, number one, we're going to pay more. But number two, that takes time and energy away from what we're supposed to be doing. That puts us behind our project list and it also costs us more. So buying in bulk, knowing when we need to have that product, knowing what our inventories are, having control of our inventories because the other pieces, we don't want to have inventories that are so huge that maybe whatever we're buying goes out of date. So we have to have a really good understanding over the 12 month period that we're looking at or 16 months in some cases as to what are those products that we need how can we get the best price for them do we have storage mm-hmm. that's also you know a huge factor and are we are we able to um, manage what it is that that we're purchasing sure. so we need to we need to take that into into account as we move forward
0: absolutely Okay, great. So you've talked a little bit about, you know, the inclement weather and then that changing of seasons and what you need to be do to be prepared for that from that facility manager standpoint. Um, what are some other ways? Um, I know that we had chatted earlier about, you know, your contracts for the year and thinking about your employees and that. And that. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, that's huge, and thanks for bringing that up. Uh, One of the things we need to remember as we start to head into a new season, and again, remembering different parts of the country have different seasons which allow for different contractors. But we need to make sure that our contracts are fresh, that we review the language in them, that we're protected by the language in them. Um, They have been appropriately signed and executed so that, and when I say that, we want to make sure that um, they're signed by all entities, by the right people, Um, they have the right verbiage in it that that, um, is appropriate for, for both entities, and then we need to be ready to execute them. And what I mean by that is that we have to have our contractors in place ready to go. And in doing so, we need, if that's seasonal hiring. Um, that needs to begin. Now, that in itself um, can be huge or it can be small. We may be hiring people that we uh, have hired every year. We may just be switching what I call hats. Yeah. <laughs> we may be going from snow removal to some type of, of lawn yeah. or something <laughs> like that. you know. But at the same time, we need to make sure that they are properly hired. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we have fulfilled all of our obligations um, to hire them effectively. It needs to be done in an efficient manner so we're not doing things at the last minute. One of the things I always said, you know, let's make sure we're just not putting on payroll a warm body. Yeah, exactly. yep. <laughs> and even though sometimes, you know, things things happen we want to be prepared because then we are paying a fair wage. We're not having to pay more than what we need to. We know who we're hiring. We've been able to train them. And that's the other piece I really I really want to just spend a minute here, Grace, to talk about, and that's training. So many times we assume people know how to do a job, and that's not necessarily true because we have more technology. Um, our equipment is is different than what it was once upon a time. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make sure that we're just not telling somebody, go out and get on that tractor. Yeah. We we need to be with them. We need to train them. We need to show them how to be efficient. Again, if we talk about how do we save dollars um, this year, and, and one of the ways of doing it is doing it right the first time, not having to come back and do things over by somebody that um, um, maybe is more skilled just because we didn't train them train them properly. And we also want to make sure that we provide them with the right personal tools, meaning do we give them uniforms? Do we provide them helmets? Do we provide earbuds? We need to make sure that they have the equipment also that keeps them safe. Because one of the costs that we have out there is if somebody is hurt or someone, um, you know, doesn't have the right equipment on and gets bitten or, you know, it could be a a variety of different things in in industry or um, institutions. We need to provide them with the right tools, the right clothes, so that they can be successful. If they're not successful, it's going to cost us money in the long run.
0: Right, and that's going to end up being more than it would have been in the first place. Oh,
1: absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So all this goes to looking ahead. Uh, People will say to me, well, you know, this breaks down. I have to go do this. And, you know, I get all of that. But if we, if we have a plan and we are true to our plan, we communicate our plan and we try to work through it. it. You know, no day, your day doesn't go as you want. My day doesn't always go as I want. But the key to that is that we have the system in place and we are as true to it as we can be and we don't deviate from it. The further we deviate the harder it is to get back on track, and the further behind we become. Right. So we need to be good managers and good stewards of not only our time, but everything that we have to do.
0: Absolutely. And so you're just basically planning ahead and, and trying to predict, and I know we've talked about that a lot, <laughs> the predictive, but trying to predict you know those stumbling blocks that might come up um, throughout the year, whether it be seasonal, whether it have to do with your staff, your contracts, your equipment, just being prepared for that. Um, and the more that I talk to you about this, the more amazed I am at the role of facility manager and and the the hats that you that they wear, and that that just amazes me. Um, it boggles my mind because I know I couldn't do it. Well, they're they're
1: in <laughs> they're in control of our destiny. Right. Let me give you a great example in the why. Yeah. So here in the YMCA, um, we wise have to serve people, mm-hmm. and they serve you know hundreds of thousands of people during any given you know year in any given facility, but. The facility is the tool of how they serve people. So if the swimming pool is down because it has an unusual problem and we haven't been able to get it fixed or we weren't able to maintain it and because of that something happened or we have a sauna that wasn't sprinkled and we ended up having some type of disaster that might have caused a fire and puts us out of commission for a while, that affects the ability to meet the mission of the organization no matter what it is so we need to really think about um, the importance of our facility managers bless them they (laughs) every single day they are they have to be great problem solvers Mm -hmm. because if we don't have in many cases the facilities and the safe facilities to be able to change people's lives Um, then we can't do what we're supposed to be doing. And their job isn't easy um, because we have new facilities, old facilities. We have facilities that have been maintained, some that haven't been maintained. We don't have enough staff in some cases. And, of course, we never have enough money. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to figure out how to do things. And and as I always talk to our facility managers, um, you are my very best friend. Tell me how it is that I can help you be better at what you do. Let me help you. I don't want to have any door blockers. I, I want to help you the best I can because you keep our facilities clean. You keep them running properly. You have the personnel that have to not only deal with motors and everything else that's down in in those areas that we don't normally see or up on the roof. You deal with contractors, but you also deal with members or or those constituents that that are out there in all of our institutions. So planning is key. And so as administrators, CEOs, executive directors, we need to work with our facility directors to understand we need to share with them what our expectations are, what our plans are, so that they can better do the job to help others do their jobs
0: to tie it together. Um, Well, thank you so much for being here today and stepping in when the the, the guys are out. But um, I know we are going to be doing some more podcast with you in the upcoming we are week. We're yes talking a little bit about um since you know so much about risk we're gonna talk about the risk um, that the summer season brings oh yes and all of the staff that you need for that so um stay tuned for that and thank you so much for joining us you can leave comments um, or email us directly at podcast at dot check us out on itunes or stitcher and uh we thanks so much for being here and uh, we'll see you next week thanks bye-bye Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Facility Dude. We look forward to hearing from you.